number 90, Carpet Clown. You are just waiting around until something better comes along. Yeah, just like the rest of us, welcome in, friends, to Fusebox number 90, Carpet Clown. And I'm your not nearly as fattening as the other leading brand host, Mark Rose. And thanks so much for uh, pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. Hell, any edition of Fusebox. (laughs) So right you are, sir. And uh, over there, smirking over the dials and faders, is the grand poobah of potentiometers, Milk Canes, everybody. Uh, Thank you kindly. I see you are stylishly wearing the now uh, nearly famous Wildebeest IPA shirt from the uh, Fusebox store there. Very, very nice. Oh, yeah, man. I I, I dig the logo, man. The beer? Well, the beer... A a work in progress, for sure. Yes. Yeah, folks, if uh, if you missed the last couple of programs, well, go back and catch up. Uh, They live forever out there, you know, on the Fusebox show site, so... uh, but anyway, uh, we were talking about the new um, uh, beverage. Kind of hard to call it an IPA, though. DOA, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. But uh, Iko and Milo, the uh, Japanese pocket squirrels, uh, tried their hands at... Uh, their thumbless hands. Yes, their little, tiny, thumbless hands. They used those aforementioned appendages to, to craft their first brew and dubbed it Wildebeest IPA. And no, no wildebeests were harmed in any way making this beverage, I assure you. Trash their reputation a bit, though. Eco and Milo's? Hell no, the wildebeest. <laughs> what self-respecting wildebeest would want its name tied to this tire fire of a beer? You know, now that you mention it, y- you know, that that's what the aftertaste was like. What, burning tires? Yeah. Huh. Well, in any event, uh, we made uh, quick use of the uh, potential crass self-promotion opportunity and uh, emblazoned a bunch of stuff with their uh, spiffy logo. Designed by our colleague in crime, by the way, Jeff Pollard. Looks great on that uh, frosted mug, too, if I do say so myself. You're entitled. Thank you. I feel so, uh, so... Embarrassed? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say empowered, but whatever You know, friends, the uh, title for this edition of the show Carpet Clown Comes uh, from an old circus term for a uh, performance Usually by a clown Done in the audience While a uh, setup is underway for the next act in the big ring there I thought it had something to do with Congress Well, yes, a common mistake But no, this, uh, this would apply to the main performance ring in a circus, you know, when they need to set it up for a different performer, like a wire act or something. So in order to keep the, uh, the multitudes entertained, a clown or two or five would uh, mingle about the crowd, annoying members of the audience and uh, causing young children to cry and shriek in horror at their antics. So they were uh, dubbed carpet clowns as they were, uh, of course, in the audience and... Uh, Beyond the stage. That's weird, though. I don't remember any carpets in the circus that I went to. A rubber mat, maybe. Yeah, right next to the rusted drain cover, you know? Where all the messy bits went. 
Is that what you were recalling? Yeah, I think that was a slightly different circus, if you know what I mean. Yes, it was Madame Ilsa's Torture Carnival and Dismemberment Arcade. Those were the days, friends. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Speaking of, uh... Chopping things up. Did you hear about the uh, the great new pastime taking over the state of Utah? Buddhism? Well, well, no. Interesting, though. No. No, I, I'm flipping all the cards on this one. It's uh, social axe throwing. Wait, what? Yep. A real deal in uh, Utah, evidently. Kind of like bowling, you know, where you have these, these lanes and uh, a target. And the object is, is kind of like uh, darts, too, I guess. You know, hit the bullseye. But unlike the bowling alley, uh, these lanes have uh, mesh screens that cover the uh, throwing area on all three sides. <laughs> For obvious reasons. <coughs> oh, yeah. Wait, they can't be serious. People throwing axes in, in public? Like, w with other people around? Oh, yeah, 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 you betcha. Oh, it gets better, though. It's run by Mormons? Well, I can't say. But, uh... Unlikely, very, very unlikely, because of the rest of the story. Seems uh, that with uh, all the rip-snorting popularity of this here uh, axe-tossing sport in the state of Utah, one of the most successful purveyors of this uh, sport has uh, asked the Utah Liquor Control Commission to grant it a beer license. What? <laughs> Oh, man. That might be enough reason for me to rethink visiting Utah. Uh, as a spectator, of course. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, yes, of course. Just think of it, though, huh? You get a bunch of folks working on their fifth picture of Lowenbrow and thinking, yeah, throwing an axe in a crowded bar would be a fantastic thing to do right now. First thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Uh, the commission was asked to uh, amend its definition of, quote, recreation, end quote, under state liquor laws to uh, now include axe throwing right alongside uh, billiards, uh, bowling, and tennis. <laughs> Seriously, this, this trend evidently started in Canada and has spread to the U.S. Uh, I, I, I seem to have missed the memo on this one. I really... Canada. I thought they were all nice and sensible people up there. Well, not everything is uh, as it seems all the time and when being poked at with a stick, Mr. Keynes. So, uh, during the meeting, the uh, commission asked if there were any known reports regarding the uh, safety of uh, axe handling and uh, beer. <laughs> of course, the gent representing the social axe-throwing establishment told the uh, commission that there was not. Only reports on the spreading trend. The commission said, We don't want misuse of an axe that is uh, somehow related to alcohol. You think? They then promptly awarded the license in a five-to-one vote. In Utah. Yeah, well, you know what? I guess we better check on hell. See if they're getting flurries yet. Not recommended for Utah residents.
And now, a quick net neutrality update, folks. As、uh, you may know, we're following this topic in an effort to,、uh, to keep you informed, as well to、uh, do our part to prevent this thing from becoming, here we go, vague. That's right. So, the most、uh, recent development that we've seen is now that the、uh, ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, the、uh, nation's leading civil rights group, is、uh, quoting now urging local governments to treat the internet like a public utility as、uh, concern over deregulation of private broadband providers grows. The American Civil Liberties Union released a new paper encouraging cities and states to provide equitable, High speed broadband that doesn't prioritize some content over others or sell user browsing data. We mentioned、uh, in an earlier show that、um, there are many municipalities around the country considering making internet service more like a utility, like water or power. And uh, uh, as we mentioned in a previous show, Fort Collins, Colorado, has already taken steps to do just that. Uh, it's definitely something to consider. I mean, let's face it, friends, th- there might actually be an improvement in customer service in some cities if、uh, that was the case. Hard to imagine it、uh, being worse than it is in some companies' cases, but、uh, <laughs> did, did I ever tell you the,、uh, the, the squirrel story? Was this the,、uh, the one about the cocktail waitress in Sheboygan?、Uh, no, no. Seems like nuts were involved in that one as well, but no, no. No, this had to do with a,、uh, a cable company dance. We like to call the Coax Cutters Two Step.、Uh, before, before the、uh, present internet company we use here at the、uh, lovely、uh, Palatial Fusebox, I had a、uh, competitor of this present company, and、uh, they were the one with the, 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 the more than slightly shoddy customer service reputation in the industry. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. And、uh, one day, I started to notice that my speeds were, were tanking. I mean, drastically. I did a, a speed test diagnostic, and、uh, it was about half of what I was actually paying for, and、uh, frankly, used to getting. So, I called the、uh, service department and,、uh, you know, they said the usual, did you blah, 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 blah. And I said, yep, oh yeah, you betcha. And they said, we'll send someone out. Well, they did send a nice chap who、uh, looked like he had spent a night in the basement chained to the radiator, but he was great and said, hey, well, you know what? This modem is probably just dead and out of date and it's really old. And here, why don't I just put in a new one? You should be great. Okay, great, do it. Done. So for about two weeks, it was quasi fine. Still not exactly fine, but fine enough. A couple of weeks later, though, same thing. Only this time, it was、uh, like I had magically turned the clock back to 1997 and was on some kind of 28.8 dial up modem. So I call again and schedule yet another visit from、uh, another chap who, this time he, he kind of resembled Bluto from the、uh, Popeye cartoon, sometimes also known as Brutus. Okay, that guy. Did he have one of those、uh, anchor tattoos on his arm? Come to think of it, 
So anyway, he uh, he comes bouncing in and uh, snoots around at the modem and the coax and the wall, shining a flashlight like, you know, some kind of CSI guy or something. And then he says, Well, I don't know. Let me, let me check out back. Referring to the uh, cable box outside connected to uh, their system, of course. So he pads out there and five minutes later, he... Uh, he comes back in holding a, a piece of coax in his hand and pointing to the frayed ends, and he says, Ah, well, there's your problem. Yeah, see right there? Squirrel chewed it clean through. Yeah. They'll do that, you know. Little furry bastards, yeah. Was that when you uh, punched him in the face with the floor waxer? <laughs> Seriously. Y- you know, I, look, I don't claim to know all things tech, right? But I also d- didn't just fall off the turnip truck either. So where did you get that lump on your head from? Sears. Running a sale? Yeah. Two for the price of three. Beauty. So needless to say, I, I ran the uh, new install for uh, for about four days and found the service to be exactly the same. Maybe even a bit worse. So I switched providers and never looked back. Now, here's the quirk to this story, friends. Client of mine called one day and uh, said he was uh, having a similar issue with speed and coincidentally had the same service provider that I used to have. And uh, said that, well, you know, some chap came out to the house this morning to look things over and brought a chewed strand of coax inside to show him where the squirrels had chewed it. Look, I, I know this is Oregon, friends, and we have a lot of trees, and that means squirrels. But for heavens... I'd be kind of nervous about metal munching squirrels. Well, you know, many parts are edible. So, yeah, yeah, just just another tactic. Some of the more... Shady companies pull to cover up the fact that we're all having our speeds throttled, at least at one time or another, and and, and most likely to provide uh, faster resources to the, the bigger users of the service. They hate that word, by the way. Throttle, right? They hate it. it, it it's, of course, illegal to do in many areas, so, uh, so they concoct... Uh, oh, here it comes. Vague language to uh, disguise the fact... That it's actually being done. Yeah, it's just another shell game, if you ask me. That's that's just how it is these days. I lie about it long enough and it becomes a fact. So it would appear. Seems to be validated every day these days. I hear, though, that there is a uh, hotshot company in town here. They're, uh, they're not in this location, but um, they are growing. Ever outward, friends, and these cats seem to be the real deal as they provide the internet service... Uh, for all the big events that come to uh, town, you know, in the arenas and political things and concerts and all that stuff. They, uh, they just began uh, recently to provide residential and uh, business service uh, at gigabit speeds and at a very competitive rate, way less than what I'm paying now. So uh, I'm waiting for those guys to get out here. I think they're called Step House and... Uh, Seem to have a pretty sterling reputation out there. Sure would be grand. Or hey, I'd be okay with a local utility provider too, you know? As we say, several states are, uh, are looking into that. So, you know, 
We'll see. Like I say, you can call yourself Carl's can of spam for all I care. Just don't mess with my porn speeds. Oh, and you know what? Related to that, on uh, March 21st, uh, the uh, the Senate passed SESTA, the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act of uh, 2017, with a vote of 97 to 2. And uh, it has had a rather destabilizing and demoralizing effect on individuals who trade sex, is the quote. Uh, this bill has, has been a very confusing one, uh, at the least. On the surface, of course... Who wouldn't want to stop sex trafficking for any reason, right? I mean, that's a no-brainer. So the SESTA bill is actually uh, a part of the FOSTA bill that was already passed in February. And uh, one of the uh, instant casualties of uh, this bill was the Craigslist personals column. And uh, quoting Craigslist now, U.S. Congress just passed H.R. 1865, FOSTA, seeking to subject websites to criminal and civil liability when third parties, that would be users, misuse online personals unlawfully. Any tool or service can be misused. This is uh, continuing with Craigslist here. We can't take such risks without jeopardizing all our other services. So we are regretfully taking Craigslist personals offline. Hopefully, we can bring them back someday. Well, now, how does that affect a website, though? Well, well, because the language in the two bills is markedly different. SESTA states it would require proof that a website, quote, knowingly participated in the sex trafficking of children or sex trafficking by force, fraud, or coercion. But according to uh, news blog Splinter, on February 27th, the House of Representatives passed its own version of the bill, abbreviated as FOSTA, nearly unanimously, with a vote of 388 to 25. In many ways, the House version of the bill is stricter than the Senate version, allowing state attorneys general to hold websites liable for posts that unlawfully promote and facilitate prostitution and websites that facilitate traffickers in advertising the sale of unlawful sex acts with sex trafficking victims. It also designates a new criminal offense, punishable by up to 10 years in prison for websites that publish content, quote, with the intent to promote or facilitate the prostitution of another person. It goes on to say that advocates remain concerned that Congress will revert to the House's original language when the two bills are reconciled and the final bill likely ends up on the president's desk. The bill, if passed, would amend Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which protects online platforms from being held liable for their users' speech. That's important, for their users' speech. Oh, man. What, what was that they said about a scoundrel? <laughs> yes, Samuel Johnson said that. Patriotism would be the last refuge of a scoundrel. And and in a way, you, you, I, I see what you're doing there, Mr. Keynes. Perhaps vague, but excellent uh, correlation. What's being uh, sold as uh, anti-trafficking policy 
which indeed everybody wants, right, is, is now cloaked in uh, controls that will inhibit free speech. And this is, this is, this is just a crazy mess. You're, you're going to start seeing many such outlets, like uh, the Craigslist thing, start to shutter their operations because uh, the language is, uh, once more with gusto, vague. And, 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 of course, will cause this knee-jerk reaction in order to comply with this thing. So, uh, if I want to call up uh, Mistress Ilsa for a fun evening... Well, Mistress uh, Ilsa will not be publishing any general public info now, right? If you have her contact info, great. But the bill treats people like her as traffickers now. And under the law, could go to jail for 10 years. Can you imagine this? So what's next? That shot of your three-year-old in the bathtub is now kitty porn? Well, yeah. Or, as, as uh, one person stated, that uh, that bikini shot of you uh, could be, in theory, uh, considered as a sol- a soliciting prostitution. I need a drink. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Father McGrady McFadden McGillicuddy. And I was just sitting here writing my sermon for next Sunday's services called Why Atheists, Commies, and Teenagers Are Going to Hell. Now, children, we all know what a terrible, terrible place hell is. In fact, it's the worst place imaginable. Why, it's even worse than Utah. And you certainly don't want to go to Utah, do you, children? No, no, of course not. Yes, hell is terrible. Would you like to know the best way to avoid hell, children? Why, Fusebox merchandise, of course. Now, I know your parents have probably told you that listening to the Fusebox show or owning Fusebox merchandise will lead to impure thoughts, blindness, and hairy palms. But I know better, children. I know that all good and decent American Christians own lots and lots of Fusebox merchandise. And you know why, children? Because they don't want to burn in hell for all eternity, that's why. And we don't want to burn in hell for all eternity, do we, children? Why, no, of course not. We all want to go to heaven, right? No, no one wants to burn in hell for all eternity or go to Utah. And so we must live good, God-fearing lives. We must do unto others before they do unto us. And we must purchase as much fuse box merchandise as we can, even if we must lie, cheat, and steal to do it in order to avoid going to hell. Oh, Utah, you all want to be good, right-thinking Christians, don't you? Of course you do. All good, clean, God-fearing Americans do. Why, I have it on excellent authority that President Eisenhower himself enjoys Fusebox merchandise. So let us bow our heads and type in thefuseboxstore.com to buy Fusebox merchandise right now. Amen, Father. Amen. 
visit thefuseboxshow.com today. That's thefuseboxshow.com. And with all that, gentle listeners, we will climb into our clown car and screech on out of here, but not before thanking, with huge inflatable flamingos, (laughs) our contributors this time out, Aaron Lane, Bruce Miles, Trista Perez, and Jeff Pollard for once again, proving that people will believe anything coming from a well-modulated voice. Thanks also to the highly capable and somewhat anxious Milt Keynes for technical assistance. Uh, you know, I'd say right there, she'd be going to jail. What do you think? Uh... I'd say thanks also, and most importantly, to you, dear friends, for pushing play on this edition of the program. And please, if you have not otherwise done so, please, and with great flamboyance, subscribe and or like, rate, whatever it calls for on the uh, place you find this humble offering. We would so very much appreciate that. I have been your playing with matches while running with scissors host... Mark Rose saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse.